0: hello this is uh michael T O I P. ip cole i'm not sure i'm actually hosting this episode um it's, to be I, quite honest uh, james please uh, sure kick us off here
1: yeah so uh, i i offered to uh to help mike out with the episode this i guess i guess they're monthly now aren't they this month about,
0: oh, about a month yeah yeah
1: um just as a you know well, first off congratulations i should probably say thank you so i guess this is episode 147 of radio trivia I guess this will make this the December, the December to remember event of Radio Trivia episodes. So, I picked the music this week. Uh, I had one recommendation from uh, Mr. Cole here, but doesn't mean I necessarily went with it. Let's just say that. And I also wrote the trivia questions. <laughs> so if they're impossible, I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> it's
0: okay. Um, you know, I, I always say this when I'm I'm playing in the blind, but um, I never expect to. Uh, Do well, uh, and uh, with you making the games, there are a lot of games you play that I've never even heard of. So um, that'll be a challenge.
1: I feel pretty confident (laughs) that every game in this list you've heard of. Uh, Oh, okay. I didn't go hyper weird or anything. So you know, there's. It's it's probably not the easiest radio trivia, but it's definitely not the worst I could have done.
0: It's It's, not completely esoteric.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice. You know, it's, it's still a fastball in some cases, but it's, you know, it's, it's in the center of the plate. It's not going to drop about three feet from the plate. So we're, we're, we're dealing with, we're dealing with some stuff here. That's, that should be, if not guessable, at least maybe you got a chance.
0: Okay. Well, James, thank you so much for setting this up. Uh, just for the listeners, I, I, you know, he reached out to me and said, Hey, let's do an episode. And you know, he's taking care of everything. I really uh, appreciate it. I appreciate it. Probably isn't quite necessary, but it's it's much appreciated as and as uh, a
1: uh, as a fan of the show. It's something to listen to, and I enjoy listening to the show a whole lot. It's, I mean, I, I actually enjoy listening to this more than I enjoy listening to myself um, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> but you know, it, it's an opportunity. I don't like the
0: sound of my own voice either, James. So it's, it's, it's okay. A,
1: I don't like the sound of what I say. It's an opportunity to uh, <laughs> to contribute to the show, which I really enjoy listening to, and and also. You know, to continue my my campaign to appear on every NWR podcast over the course of a month, I got one. I got one left, and uh, I don't know that Cube Fight's recording this month, so I just got to worry about getting on the um, connectivity. And I've got the whole set. So remember, if you want if you want to be on Famicast, you got to fly to Japan. But if you, but if you want to be on this one, <laughs> just get five games music together. That's all it takes. So on that. We're going to go ahead and move on to game one. All righty. I was actually kind of surprised to see this game hadn't been used, because I think it's got some really charming music to it.
0: That's a that's a good hint. Okay. Well, that the game's not been used? <laughs> well, um, it implies something to me. We can talk about it later. I have one or two ideas, but I don't think I've played this game. So I'll just be going off of kind of my my knowledge of what has and has not been used and, uh, and kind of the audio, you know, what it sounds like and stuff.
1: Fair enough. Well, keep them coming. Yeah. Song two.
0: That was fairly similar which uh, I'm kind of changing my thoughts on this give me a, give me a hint question here, James. sure
1: there's a, nice, there's a nice clockwork element to that song that I really like uh, yeah. tor- towards the middle uh, so the question among the characters who assist you in this game are a penguin named Pavlov a soldier named Hugh Yerg however your chancellor is famous for the onomatopoeia of their name and her bikini DLC what is her name
0: oh lord uh, now i'm now i'm in the, in the woods again Oh uh, crap <laughs> so there, there are some hints in the
1: question though
0: no th- there are i just i it just told me what i'm thinking isn't right so,
1: <laughs> that's the go, best part of radio trivia
0: <laughs> go, go on all right song three <laughs> Well, I, I don't think I'm going to get this right, but I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, my guess before the hint question mm-hmm. was going to be uh, Pushmo, just because I haven't played that game and some of the music reminded me of something from Crash Crashmo. But after the hint question, although it would be hilarious if, if what <laughs> yes, you described is actually is in there, um, I'm going to go with Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, my life as a Dark Lord.
1: Oh, oh, it's so close. It's Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. My life is a king.
0: <laughs> I forgot that there were two separate games. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Oh. So, well, give me a half point for that oh, one. Oh absolutely. my God. Half
1: point, yeah. So so my, oh favorite, my, God. my favorite part about this game is just the sheer, and, and Dark Lord too, the sheer depth. Of DLC for this, and in fact, I had a conversation with Serena about this not that long ago. There is so much DLC for this game that it's actually really funny. And amongst them, this was when Square Enix was still trying to figure out DLC on the Wii. I guess there was the summertime costumes, and that was uh-huh. uh, your poor assistant's costume. Uh, your character wore what looked like a sailor boy outfit, and then like puffy pa- uh. puffy uh, puffy bloomers. I don't know. It was they were awful, um, but. Your assistant name, the Chancellor, is Chime, and which is not terribly inappropriate because when you summon her she makes a bell noise every time she shows up. And the frame rate goes to hell. Uh, uh, I actually really like. I'm kicking this
0: myself. Game. If I remembered there were two separate games I would have guessed what you picked.
1: Yeah. Well, I, this, all I could
0: remember was the Dark Lord game.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have as much experience with the Dark Lord game, but I played the heck out of this one. It's, yeah. it, it's, it was, I think it was a WiiWare launch game. Um, it was it's basically... It was very early. Yeah, you make a town, and you essentially are creating the adventures of a Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles game. So, you know, you, you put the house down, and, and they spawn adventures, and you make sure they have places to buy equipment they need or spells or healing items. Mm-hmm. And then you put quests out for them to complete, and hopefully they pick a quest, you know, roughly commensurate with their level. And they come back and they've gained experience. And eventually, you send them out to go fight the big bad. You you yourself um, only really encounter him once, but you don't you have nothing to do with the final battle. It's just you prepared for the day, and then you basically said, "Okay, today's the day. I want someone to go deal with him." And they go out and they do it. And you just get reports throughout the day of what pro- you know what progress they're making. And really, the biggest challenge is making sure you have the right stuff, but that you've built the town in such a way that they can get what they need in the morning. And get out of town early enough to complete the quest before they have to come back. So that that mm. caused much heartache of when I realized they were spending half the day running around town shopping.
0: I mean, <laughs> they couldn't finish like their real
1: life. They couldn't finish their quest because by the time they left, it was almost sundown. Uh, it's it's a neat idea for a game. Um, My Life as a Dark Lord is is a tower defense game that basically casts you as one of the the bad people from this game, who's just who's now dealing with these villagers from the town that your character in the first game created who are coming to raid their their tower which is a neat little spin on it but uh you know the, the the Crystal Chronicle series is whatever you want it to be I guess
0: sure it's already kind of a half-hearted spin-off of Final Fantasy so why not
1: this it's like the third that's like the fourth and fifth shape that series has taken so I mean it's it's interesting. Yep. Fair enough. But Game 2?
0: Sure thing. Let's go for it. Oh man, o- ominous and short.
1: Ominous and short. It's it's, it's maybe <laughs> nine notes just looped forever.
0: Yep. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, very good then. Uh, <laughs> you have a I, guess I already? a little more substance. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: There there is more substance to subsequent songs. Yes. Like this one.
0: That song sounds a little familiar. So, um I may be able to figure this one out. I got to rack the brain here.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe the question will help. Yeah. This game's virtual console release has a dramatic structural difference that mimics the situation when it was originally released in Japan versus when it was released in the West. What is it? Huh. It's, uh, I will say, I will give this hint. It's really silly.
0: Okay. Uh, The game itself or the answer to the question?
1: The the condition that that is the answer to the question. (laughs) Okay. All right. Song three.
0: The second song, there was a bit of that that sounded like something goes in like a medley in a Smash Brothers game. So I'm mm. I'm thinking this is like an early NES game, and the third song sounded like a racing game. So I'm gonna go with Mock Rider.
1: Oh, it's a new. I will I will say that this is an Irem game that came out on the really? uh, that came out on the TG16 or the PC Engine, depending on what region you're
0: in. Do you okay, it was... well then I I won't know the answer. Okay, then. so this yeah. is
1: actually the original R-Type. Well, not the original. original. the original was in the arcade, but this is the first the first home console port of R-Type. Oh, um, uh, well,
0: is this the part that was released in like two parts because yeah, on two, oh, two cards.
1: Yep, that's that's uh. the answer to the the question. The Virtual oh, Console release of this game in Japan is in two parts, because it, at the time of its release, the who card, which was the the little plastic like credit card sized mm-hmm. card that. PC Engine games came on before the PC CD came out could only store a certain size and this game went over it but by the time the game came out in North America they had who cards that were big enough so it came on one card um, so it's actually called R-Type Part 1 and Part 2 uh, Greg made an allusion to this if somebody were to just put Part 2 in there and not realizing it's, it's the continuation they'd find this is a very difficult game to start with
0: um, yeah because yeah.
1: it doesn't carry over any of your power-ups obviously because there's there's nothing to do there but the game does for, carry. right just the it knowledge picks, the, the it, skill set you've built it picks up the difficulty <laughs> uh, uh,
0: well i do not feel ashamed for missing this game uh, no i don't play many turbo graphics uh games and uh, let's just say Art type is, is not a game i've spent very much time playing although i think i have played it a little bit
1: i spent a lot of time with the super nintendo game um when it was when it Newish. Um, I actually didn't play the the real R-Type, R-Type One, uh, until I stumbled across it in an arcade in Japan. And um, IRM, even back in the 80s, was good at making good at making scrolling shooters.
0: Yeah, I I, I not have much experience with those back in the NES era. I think I played um, Life Force a decent amount. That's that's just basically the only game in that style I played back then.
1: Yeah, it, the NES didn't have as many of these. Uh, Super Nintendo had really started to show up, but you know, as we've joked about on, this especially on RFN, that the TG-16 had a seemingly endless supply of scrolling shooters.
0: Oh, it sure did. Jeez, just look at the Wii Virtual Console. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, um, and I think part of it was because NEC made a bunch of them, and then IREM was was deep in on NEC's arcade hardware, so a lot of them just ended up on the... the uh, the tg-16 but there is a there is a a stultifying number of scrolling shooters available to you if you enjoy playing pc engine games on the virtual console Mm -hmm. but
0: including lords of thunder i'm sorry lords of thunder lords
1: of thunder Uh, but yeah i did not include gate of thunder although i think i could have
0: i might not have used all those
1: i don't think you've used gate of thunder i know the lords has been used but it's hard not definitely. to because it's got that kickin' soundtrack <laughs>
0: yeah, uh right. okay well uh, good pick there that's uh certainly not super obscure but it's uh, that's a tough one
1: yeah um it's I, and i like i like some variety of the music there it's a neat little mix for a shooter
0: when was that released in japan 80
1: 88 89 somewhere in there okay so very, very early.
0: Yeah, so that's why it sounded kind of like an NES to I me. Mean, I mean, in general, it sounds... I mean, the Graphics without the CD part... Um, yeah. I mean, it's a similar chipset, so...
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, I think it shared some components, and I could be totally wrong on this. I think it actually shared some components with the Master System. So, you know, there is there is some parity there, so...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Game three. Game three.
0: Game three. You've got to be trolling me here what you've got to be trolling me here with by choosing that song first
1: <laughs> I, I, I legit-
0: there, 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 there is a theme in there that i recognize and there's got to be a troll as part of this i'm even giving away too much for the listener but i'm uh, i'm playing along no no, no this one okay I,
1: I, I deliberately made this one an easier selection now okay but yes there, there are recognizable themes to this to this game's music but is, there's no intention to troll here
0: <laughs> okay.
1: The trolling comes later probably. But not not in song 2. I insist this is no troll.
0: Uh, Okay, I I certainly know the series this is in. Um, I'm just trying to figure out which game it might be that I haven't used yet.
1: The hint hint question's actually going to give you a good shot here. All right. This was the last game in the series to be released in the West prior to a series reboot that came later. However, a Japan-only title introduced two new features that would contribute to the series reaching new heights, After the reboot, what were those two features? Okay. Song three.
0: if it wasn't obvious from the first song for everyone else, this is definitely a Fire Emblem game. This is a
1: Fire Um, Emblem game. The question is, which one?
0: Well, almost by process of elimination, I I think this has to be Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon.
1: It sure Um, is.
0: Yeah, so, and that makes sense, given that all those songs are recognizable, and this is a remake, I think, of the first Famicom
1: game. It is. This is a remake
0: Again, it would make sense that even the... The, the first line was supposed to be hard, I'd, I'd kind of recognize something in there. Um, yeah, so, uh, never played this game. Um, it
1: just came out on the Wii U Virtual Console in North America.
0: That was I, what inspired it. inclusion. There are plenty of other Fire Emblem games I can play if I'm interested in a Fire Emblem game.
1: Yeah, um, I, I actually would have bought this if it wasn't for the fact that I just finished the second path of Fire Emblem Fates, and there's a third path I still haven't dealt with. So it's like, oh uh.
0: uh, yeah i don't have to tell you I, I had more than my fault from awakening I, I i liked awakening never felt the need to go back and play any post game or side quests and i have never felt that itch i think i've just played too many fire emblem games at this point which is pretty sad um because uh i i was really into them for a while um,
1: post marth nintendo basically just said like we are going to fire emblem up all the time and they yeah
0: were like, I, yeah well it's okay i'm I, Cool. I, I mean, I'm glad this is out on the service because, uh, I mean, the more games, the better. I mean, my God. Uh, and if you can't get a Fire Emblem in, in smart play, you know?
1: Yeah, and um, I don't think it did particularly well when it came out on the DS because we didn't get the next game, which was also a remake on the DS. Uh, I think it was remake right. of the second Fire Emblem game. Um, and of course, this was th- that was the game where Nintendo infamously said that, hey, if the next one doesn't do better, this might be the end. And it sure did better. Do you know what the two <laughs> features that were introduced that that contributed besides the anime-ass anime everywhere?
0: Um, if I had to guess, I would say it's uh, a more robust dating or relationship system. Um, and ability to uh, uh, have it on easy mode where the characters come back even if you lose them.
1: Yeah, so casual mode is one. Um, I'm, I might give you half on the other one. So it's casual mode, and then the second that second remake introduced the ability to create a custom character that would appear on oh, the battlefield. Previous okay. previous Fire Emblem games, you played a, a character. Um, you played right. the tactician, right. and everybody would talk to you, but you never saw yourself, uh, which was always kind of weird.
0: I liked that. I really liked that about the first Fire Emblem game uh, for GBA. I always thought that was a neat angle.
1: Yeah, it's it's a cool storytelling mechanism because it explains why you're there, um, and it explains why you're in command and why you're not on the battlefield. I, I get mm-hmm. the I get the desire to create the the customizable character though, because of the advanced dating mechanism stuff that starts showing up in the 3DS games. Um, yeah, you you know if you're gonna give that give the player that kind of you know, because there was always there was always the relationship building stuff, but it never went that far.
0: There was. It was kind of a, a preset. Um, you know, certain characters for plot reasons, uh, you know, are close to each other. And it wasn't like everyone can be friends with everyone. It was right. A, and it, it was a more structured, predefined thing.
1: Yeah, and there was no there was no dating element to it either. It was no like, oh, these right. two characters get married and have kids. It was just kind of yeah. a if that happened, it happened as a story reason at the end of the game. Like it would be like a- after the game, these two characters, whatever. Um, yeah. but I can see that if you're going to introduce that, you'd want the player to have the ability to put themselves, you know, and interact with the characters themselves. And it would also make it weird if the player was the standoffish tactician that nobody saw while everybody else was out was out making, let we'll say, making friends. Uh, <laughs> I could see that being a little weird too. But uh, yeah, th- th- I um, I haven't played this one. I, I think I will someday, but. I got fire there's, so fire there's, there's, there. so fire there's so much fire on the There's so much fire There is so much fire Game four though is not fire him.
0: Good. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> oh, don't want to do Path of Radiance again. That would be <laughs> that Radiant would, Dawn. That was. Radiant Dawn's that has has the I think I said on the show before. I think it has the the, the distinguished um honor of perhaps being the only game I received. For review, copy, yet never finished my review for.
1: It's it might also have the uh, the distinguished legacy of being the only game to show up on the the radio trivia live back in the day like forty two times. Or it got
0: Radiant
1: to the Dawn. One. Was Radiant Dawn? Was that the Wii one or the GameCube one? That's the Wii one. Okay, the GameCube one was the one that showed up over and over again.
0: And to the <laughs> point where Oops.
1: you you would just guess it. Like I don't know. Probably it's probably Path of Radiance. And then that just became like a I Wii. said. I, I
0: used to be pretty big on. Fire
1: Emblem <laughs> it just became a meme. If you didn't know the game, just guess it was Path of Radiance.
0: Oh, well, it's either that or Mega Man or Chrono Trigger. It's, Those are the kind it's, of. The- it's
1: a Mega Man game. <laughs> it's got CD audio. It's a Mega Man game. Mega Man Two. <laughs> All right, game four. Game four. It's a very interesting song. How it seems to to spin up an instrument playing essentially the refrain, and then spit it back down before it really gets going again.
0: It's a very um, sparse melody. It is. It
1: is. It is very Spartan music. Yes, um, but it it's got lots of lots of elements to it. Like there's lots of different instruments that come in, but they all they all have a very limited role, and then they're out, which is neat. Song 2.
0: very pensive song there
1: yeah it's, it's it's puzzling Be the word i would use to describe that song question this is really simple your character's name does not totally accurately describe his shape <laughs> what is his name
0: very good then uh okay Yep, go on. This this is the game I requested, I think.
1: Song three.
0: So you could have been a jerk and selected the other game that I did uh, not request and uh-huh. had not played. I could. I don't know, and I don't know how much of the soundtrack is really shared. Um, I, I, so
1: I'm I, just gonna,
0: I, I'm just going to go with my my request because if you went with the other one, you're just being a jerk. Um, and uh, I'm I'm going to say this is Box Box Boy hurtful. Uh,
1: I didn't choose to go with the other one by choice. It just turns out that the soundtrack for Box Boy was available, and the soundtrack for Box Box Boy is harder to get.
0: <laughs> you jerk! <laughs> I tr- I
1: really tried to find. There's the sound a sound
0: t- test in that game.
1: <laughs> there is, but I can't find any good captures of it. Um, uh, lazy. I, uh, I, I, I,
0: don't, I, I lose this one too. Uh, I don't
1: own Box Box Boy, to be fair, so I, I don't have the ability to pull the sound, the sound
0: test myself. Okay, and I don't own Box Boy. I only own Box Box Boy. There we go. <laughs> I've, only played, I've only played three, I think, through like three worlds of uh, that game. So,
1: But musically, um, they are very, very similar, obviously.
0: Uh, yeah, very similar. And I'm, I'm sure that that third one, uh, a version of that is in the sequel. Goodbye, Box it, like, Boy, or whatever. Um, but, okay, yep. I, I wouldn't know what it's called. but it, it sounded like something that, like, your results screen has a version of that song, at least a shortened yep. version of it.
1: Yep, that is um, that is the uh, that's the stage clear screen.
0: Yeah. So, okay. I, again, yeah, I got it wrong. I'm,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say eh, because because you had eh. an expectation that that game was going to be there, and I unfortunately could not fulfill it.
0: Yeah. So, so that's I'm, okay. Um, I'm not so
1: worried about it. But I bet you can guess the character.
0: Well, it's. It is an appropriate name now that they've announced an amiibo for it. It's it's QBY, I believe That's is the true. Now, of it. Seen now the that there's an amiibo announced for it. Um, he is a cube, I think. In in yeah, he is. in, yeah. in, in, in the real world. But yes, in this game, since the very simple art style, 2D kind of outline type uh, art style, it really may have been better to call him like Square E or something.
1: And it's it's um, infuriatingly spelled QBBY. Oh God, yeah, it
0: just it's, ugh. Yeah, well, they gotta be able to, like, you know, uh, patent or, or trademark <laughs> the trad- uh, character, right?
1: Trademark this square with eyeballs and feet. <laughs> um, th- this, is, this is, of course,
0: <laughs> Deriv- <laughs> a little Susie's three year old, th- <laughs> third grade elementary, and someone's gonna come in there and say, You derivative artwork here of uh, cease and desist.
1: <laughs> Prior art claims <laughs> from a four year old. <laughs> <laughs> the um, this is of course also a, a, a not not too um, oblique reference to Kirby, which was originally just a circle and some eyes as placeholder art. Right. Um, also right. out of how this is this is a square and some eyes, but it's not placeholder art. In fact, the uh, the game mechanics were originally sort of documented apparently all the way back in like 2011, and they didn't actually sit down to make the game to 2013. The fact that there is a QB amiibo. Has really, really sort of rocked my world because it seems unthinkable that this series has risen to the point where Nintendo is going to make a plastic figurine of it. But
0: why not? Didn't they do one for Chibi Robo? They did uh, one for I mean, Chibi Robo. I understand it's been around for longer. It was more of a, a marketing gimmick to get people to buy the game. But I, I mean, uh, to I, be fair, I guess it's the same here.
1: If you remember our Chibi Robo Ziplash interview, we had Johnny Amiibo begging for the airplane. So. Oh, Lord. Maybe, maybe oh, they were on Toby, something. Oh,
0: the, Toby the Airplane, or whatever the heck his name was. It was, it was
1: Toby, yes. Uh, uh, I, I edited that interview and was like, oh, man, I need to put something about Toby in the abstract for this interview.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I can't speak for the first game. I'm enjoying uh, the second game. I mean, what would I have played of it? It seems pretty clever. Um, every world seems to introduce a new... Yep. Uh, mechanic, which uh, I, I very much appreciate. First, you know, the first world felt kind of easy, and then now it's getting kind of interesting. Um, uh, you I, know, playing a little do, bit here and there.
1: I do wonder how much the uh, the second game builds on the first, um, and if you could play them out of order and be okay, because the first game does very much the same thing. The first first few worlds are are really quite simple, and then they start to introduce new ways to interact with for QB to interact with his environment. There's a bunch of them that deal with like. Forming weird shapes out of him and causing him to fall off a ledge and catch something and then pull himself back up and that kind of stuff. It's a it's a neat puzzle game. Like the, just a concept and the idea of making the puzzle platformer, where basically you make yourself into the platform, is kind of neat. Um, I I'm amused that they announced a, a a threequel. I guess is the term we'll use for it. Um, and declared that this will be the last game in the Box Boy series, <laughs> as if anybody was holding their breath for like Box Boy Four. Like, are they going to end the epic story that is Box Boy and Box Boy Three? Um, but the Amiibo really pushes it over the limit of just this is this is weird stuff that they're doing over at Hal slash Nintendo these days.
0: Well, you know, this doesn't you know preclude them from doing a a Kirby cross uh, Q B. Uh, spinoff there you go um,
1: The QB does show up in um, Planet Robobot as a really as a, he's like a like a little sticker thing that they hide somewhere oh okay so it's yeah, kind of
0: like this Smash Brothers Malay thing or whatever yeah not was that the not, game where they had the stickers or was that Brawl had
1: Brawl the out of the stickers yeah okay, um, Brawl and, and by the time we get for for Wii U there's so many trophies and stuff but the stickers just seemed unnecessary I guess yeah but QB, uh, I, gu- I guess I should say explicitly: this is Box Boy! One word exclamation point. Thank you, style gods. And
0: <laughs> you know, it's all capital letter, right? Uh,
1: I believe it is. Uh, I believe that may be regional. Oh. Hmm. So, but I, I want to say it is. It is capital B, capital B.
0: Maybe, it, it, maybe. Is it at least the same name across regions? Because. Yeah. The whole Pushmo series is really screwed the pooch on that one.
1: No, it is not. So, Ugh. Box Boy I think is one name across across all regions, but um well, it's Taco Boy in in Japan, but the sequels they start to get into some into some stuff and that results in one region just deciding to call it Box Box Boy. Just just deciding like that's enough. Um, whereas Japan calls it box boy one more box <laughs> it's, which is which is amazing like that's that's so clearly the better title of the two that that the fact they went with box box boy is insulting
0: just one more box one more I, I box'll be it
1: and then there's a sequel so maybe not game the fifth.
0: The songs I'm reminded of—I'm sure this is not it—because it reminded me of something between Tetris and Donkey Kong Country Two's K roll theme or something.
1: There's there's <laughs> a big gap between the two there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's neither of those. Uh, oh. But we'll uh, we'll see if the second song helps me at all. I'm, I'm really—I <laughs> know I'm way off the reservation right now.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even—I'm not even going to argue on that point. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> Song 2. I, I
0: don't
1: think I'm getting this one. But well, um, the, the 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 hint might help. Um, in Japan, this game is officially part of a longer-running series. What is the Japanese name for that series? Hmm. Song 3.
0: So that hint question may have actually helped me. I hope um, it does. Uh, it, well, I mean, it sounded kind of like a tactical game of some kind, and racking my brain. It, it, is this Battalion Wars Two?
1: Bingo! And you got the sequel.
0: Well, we've used the ori- the first one. That's oh, why okay. I was a little true. bit hesitant. There, that, all right, there you go. We, That's we fine. used the first one. It sounded kind of similar to the first one. I'm like, could be the sequel.
1: Yeah, this is never this played another
0: game, but th- uh, this yeah, game? this is uh, officially part of the. Uh, the Advance Wars, or the or the the Wars series, right? In, so uh, so they refer to it. They
1: to it as Famicom Wars in Japan. Um, and Even in fact, on the Famicom. Yeah, in fact, I believe this game was called. Um, let me make sure I get the exact right name for it. Um, they call it like some Famicom Wars something. It was because um, originally this game was going to be called. The first game actually was going to be called Advanced Wars Under Fire and mm. they rebranded it in, in the West as Battalion Wars, because it, it doesn't really play like an advanced Wars game. And I guess right. they, were, they were concerned that it would um, people would be off-put by that when Nintendo cared about franchises playing the way they were supposed to. Um, ah. the, ga- the game is called uh, Totsugeki Famicom Wars Versus in Japan, which is the sequel, the name of the sequel. Um, this is also the infamous Bui, where it felt like they made right. this game just so they could make that awful pun. So the, the box art is BW and then two lowercase i's. Um and this is most infamously the game that Carl never reviewed. And
0: Radiant Dawn. Very good. Yeah, th-
1: this was the one that turned into a long running joke on RFN where we'd have him on as a guest and we'd yell at him for his Bui review. Um uh, I think at some point during maybe like a like one of the live shows, he just announced, "I sold it." Okay, and that was the end of the the whole the whole joke, and then we all <laughs> felt bad. But um, I've actually played the first game in the series. It's it's very different than than a uh, Famicom Wars game, obviously, or an Advance
0: Wars game. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's basically a spinoff. It's its, yeah. its own thing.
1: It's a it's a third person game where there are units on the field and I think you have some degree of control over where they go, but you can take over individual units and then control them on the battlefield. Uh, it's not it's not super dissimilar from some of that came out later, like the Toy Soldier series, um, mm-hmm. where you can take over any individual unit and control them and control and control them. On the field and and do stuff uh, but I, I didn't really get too far into the first battalion wars game yeah, it's my understanding the second one is a lot better in a lot of ways and it might be worth looking at at some point but uh, it's one of many odd games to come out of developer kuju entertainment um, you know amongst the other stuff they've made for nintendo is the art academy games um,
0: but oh really i didn't realize they made that
1: yeah wow that's yeah, quite they...
0: a bit different from battalion wars
1: yeah, uh, they've actually made a lot of really, really odd stuff. Um, they've made a lot of stuff for Sony under the uh, the iToy branding. You know, they made that awful, awful Top Gun Hardlock for Wii. Like they've got, they've got some, some interesting stuff they've put out over the years that seemingly for the benefit of platform holders. And you know, hmm. I think they also made the Geometry Wars Galaxies port. Like, they, they've been. They've been all over with some stuff, and I think they also made Dancing with the Stars. So, Kuju Kuju is a very active um, developer. I mean, they make a lot of stuff that's licensed. They make a lot of ports. You know, they made. Uh, they gotta pay the bills. Yeah, they, they made. Gotta they, pay the bills. They made those Sing It games, the Disney ones and the Grease one, and I want to say they also made House of the Dead Overkill. God bless them. You know, I, don't, I don't know that there's that many fully UK development studios still out there. So, good on them. Yeah, that's uh, that was song five or game five, song three. You know, you made it sound like you were doing really badly, but you actually didn't do so bad. Um, final score it was uh, let's see, let me tell
0: telling up. Well, you're giving me partial credit, which isn't really how it's supposed to work. Well, I mean, but... you only,
1: you only. Well, so the partial credit, one of them, I'm giving it for you because I, I mess with you a little bit, not deliberately, but I unfortunately it was in the position where I had to. The other one was because it was a two part, a two part trivia question. You got half of it, um, <laughs> so. Doing that, you ended up getting a. Two, four. Five out of ten?
0: Okay, that's yeah, not fi- too bad.
1: Five out of ten for Radio Chief is pretty respectable.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I mean, I've definitely had shutouts pitched on me before where I was just like, oh, I'm not getting any of these. I've done terrible.
0: Hey, I don't think I've played any of the games that you chose.
1: That, yeah, I guess not. Uh, um, but but they were they were all still kind of stuff in in the you know they were in established series that have similar sounding yeah. stuff well I, I want to thank you for uh, for doing this with me because I, I always have a good time doing these and you know, I think I think it was an interesting mix of music, but I guess that's that's really your call. I picked it, so I, of course I think it's interesting.
0: I think it's fine. Uh, thank you for putting this together. Uh, it it makes life a lot easier for me when uh, someone else does all the work. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I really, I mean, all the work you're gonna do it all this time. So yeah. Uh, send your editing complaints to R F N at NintendoWorldReport.com. <laughs>
1: I edited a three-hour episode of R F N. If they didn't complain on that one, there's no. There's no upsetting these people. <laughs>
0: oh. All right. Well, James, again, thank, thank you for uh, taking the initiative and all fronts here. I just showed up and, and recorded and told you uh, I already used that game one time. Um,
1: <laughs> see, see, this is why you always have a
0: backup. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Hey, I've, I've questioned myself before in mid, mid-episode. Oh, did I use this game before? And I think I have messed up once or twice, so don't feel too bad. I feel well, too bad about that. I'm glad I had the backup. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> Great. Well, oh. awesome. Th- thank you, uh, as always, just for doing the show. Because, like I said, this is... Despite my falling asleep during an episode, apparently. In my defense, it was a ten and a half hour flight. Um... <laughs> I, I do really enjoy listening to these because a lot of times it's just something I would have never anticipated as, as the series has gone on and it's gotten harder and harder to pick games and you start having things like home improvement. Oh yeah. Home improvement games <laughs> show
0: up. <laughs> that, you know, that, that selection paid off. I thought we had a fun conversation. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Cause so there's... I, I appreciate that. I forget who, who uh, that was a list of requests. I forget who requested it. But <laughs> that, uh, that actually worked out better than I thought it would
1: yeah these things start to get increasingly surreal as games pop up so i'm looking forward to Yonoid next week or maybe Yonoid and you might um, already
0: use that one <laughs> that
1: game actually has good music because it wasn't a licensed game in japan right uh but definitely cool spot cool spot definitely hasn't been used and ah uh,
0: i beg to differ sir has it really I'm going to look this up because I remember watching video and I don't know why I would have done that.
1: Oh, because it's such a good it, game. It sure
0: was it, was. it was used in episode 138, not too long ago. Wow, I'm, I've forgotten about that one. It's. I, I don't blame you, that's worth blocking out of your memory. Oh, that thing is terrible.
1: Oh, <laughs> I owned it, so yes, I'm fully aware of how bad Cool Spot
0: is. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible game. It's really bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Darn! What shame we what, can't uh, use that one again.
1: I can use the NES version. A cool spot. It's fine.
0: It's a different game. Uh, that that technically is true. <laughs> I think uh, there was a Game version as well. <laughs> oh. With that, let's let's close wrap this up. Thank you again, James. You can yeah. always hear James pretty much every week. He's the he's the. Not just the host. The well, like, you can use the term host. I'm, I'm. I'm. Let's try this again. James is one of the hosts on uh, Radio Free Nintendo, which yep. is a weekly podcast for grown-ups. and Nintendo gr- <laughs> ups like myself. Uh, <laughs> See, you know, yes, okay, you can check that out.
1: Occasionally, we get emails going like, "I listened to this with my kids." I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> like, there was an episode it, where I just yelled at John for two minutes.
0: I listened to it with my kid too, James.
1: Oh, uh, now now I'm gonna be self conscious about it. It's different when it's a hypothetical child. Now it's an actual child, of a person I actually know.
0: Uh, yeah, but you know, he's only like two weeks old. But you know, that's true. I, I, you, know, I, you might pick up those that foul language. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would I uh, would feel infinitely bad, even if you may, just made the joke of my kid's first word was <laughs> "get good." <laughs> That, you know what? No, if your kid's first word was get good, I would feel infinitely proud. Um,
0: what were you, you going to say?
1: <laughs> no comments. This is a family show. Ah, <laughs> oh, awesome. That's going to be ahoy, ahoy. Yeah. <laughs> if, that's, if that's his first word, you're in trouble. <laughs> that's, that's worse than if it's an expletive. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, good, good night. I got to get going here. Uh, bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Buddy.
1: So, listening to it just now, um, a, a, a certain composer popped into my head. And I'm like, oh, they could have totally have written this song. They didn't. But uh, um, I was, I had almost exactly the same thought. Like, putting myself as someone who hadn't played this game. Like, oh, I think this sounds like blank. Therefore, blank must have made the game. Um, but that will go away in song two, I believe. But we shall see. Maybe it won't it's a very good thing i have a spare song (laughs) or i have a spare game so so, i'm sorry
0: james i should have confirmed that i had updated the list so so here's what's funny here's what's
1: funny the last the last episode i listened to on the plane so it's entirely possible i blacked out during an entire song or during an entire game Oh. I, I'm
0: impressed I was able to figure that out because I've not played the game. Uh, I just, I've just i listened to enough of the soundtrack just it's... picking songs.
1: Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles My Life as a King is copyright 2008 by Square Enix Holding Co. Limited. R-Type is copyright 1987 by Irem Software Engineering Co. Ltd. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon is copyright 2008 and 2009 by Intelligent Systems and Nintendo Co. Limited. BoxBoy is copyright 2015 by HAL Laboratory, Inc. and Nintendo Co. Limited. Battalion Wars 2 is copyright 2007, Nintendo Co. Limited.